Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, if you're thinking about taking money from your TSP, taking a withdrawal this year or next year or coming up soon, you're going to want to watch this video to know exactly the tax ramifications of doing that before you do it, before you make a mistake that you can't go back and change. Now, if you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you to retire comfortably and confident every day, and I absolutely love it. So here's the deal. Today's topic is what you need to be watching out for when you take withdrawals out of your TSP and tax-wise, what things you can do while you're working to prep yourself so that in retirement, it's easier. There's less issues and things you need to worry about, okay? So I'm going to start with, while working, the things you need to do to set yourself up for success, and then I'm going to dive into, okay, if you're retired, the things to watch out for. So if you're retired, you can jump to the section of the video um, or the podcast when I'm talking about that, but I'm going to start with, while working, what are some things you can do right now to set yourself up for success later, okay? Number one. Number one, if you are still working, there are some preemptive things we can do. Number one, you can look at doing Roth TSP, okay? So whenever we're talking about TSP, we have to know that there's two different sides of it, right? There's the traditional TSP and then the Roth. Now, I'm not going to go into in super depth, but just know that in retirement, if you take money out of the Roth TSP, how much taxes do you owe? Well, the answer is zero. You owe absolutely zero in taxes if you take money from the Roth TSP. From the traditional, it's the opposite. During the traditional, you get the tax benefit while you're working, but in retirement, that is all taxable income, which causes a lot of the problems that we're gonna talk about today, okay? So consider Roth. Now, I actually wrote an entire article, an entire video about looking at when it makes sense to do traditional, when it makes sense to do Roth. I'll link that below, so definitely check that out. That's gonna be a huge one, because if it does make sense to do Roth for you, that's gonna make a massive difference so that in retirement you have way less tax issues and you're set up for as tax rates and things go up, as your income goes up, you're prepared, you've got everything in place. Okay, that's number one. Roth, for, Roth versus traditional, knowing which one makes sense for you helps save tons of taxes over time, just knowing which one is best for your situation. Number two, FSAs and HSAs. Now that's, that stands for health savings account and, and flexible savings account or flexible spending account, okay? And these can be huge things, especially HSAs, can be huge ways to save taxes, okay? If you, if you don't know what these are all about, again, I wrote an entire article, an entire video just about these. It'll, it'll talk you through when it makes sense to use HSAs, when it makes sense to use FSAs. But long story short, you can use these accounts to pay for medical, medical expenses that you would have paid for anyway with with dollars that you basically didn't have to pay taxes on, okay? It's a huge thing, huge advantage. So while working, if you if you don't have one of these, check out the article below. If you have an FSA, look at HSAs. They're better in almost every way. So definitely check those out. Check that article out below, okay? Number three. Now, this number three is probably the, the most unknown or misunderstood of the three. So most people think, hey, if I give the charity or my if I have mortgage interest, I'm getting benefit on my taxes. And in reality, the reason I wrote this down is most people overestimate the benefit they actually get. Most people actually get zero benefit, even if they do have a big mortgage and they're paying interest, and even if they give a bunch to charity, most people get zero tax benefit from these in reality. And let me tell you why. So 
a few years ago, it's actually more like five, six years, the standard deduction went way up. So let me talk you through that. The standard deduction, as many of you already know, is every year that you file your taxes, the federal government says, hey, look, the standard deduction is the amount of money we let everyone deduct, regardless of what actually other itemizable deductions they might have, okay? And again, five, six years ago, that, that standard deduction went way up. It's much, much higher now, which nowadays for married couples, it's closer to like 27, 28,000 a year. And from single folks, 13,000, 14,000 right in there. So basically what that means is if you don't give to charity or don't have mortgage interest or other itemizable deductions that are higher than the standard deduction. So if you're again married, we're talking 27, 28,000, you probably didn't give more than 27, 28,000 to charity plus your mortgage interest and other itemizable, itemizable deductions. You might've, but most people don't. Most people don't. So even if you have mortgage interest, you're probably just getting the standard deduction and getting zero extra benefit from these. So I wanted to bring these up just to let everyone know, hey, are you actually getting any benefit? I've talked to so many people that says, hey, should I keep my mortgage? I know I have the mortgage interest deduction. You know, should I keep it? And my answer is like, well, most of the time they're actually not getting any benefit. They just don't know it. Okay. So again, while working, these are the things to consider. You, it's, it's possible to get benefit from here if these numbers are big enough on the charity and interest side, mortgage interest side, but just keep that in mind. Okay. So now let's say you're retired. Okay. You're retired and you've got your TSP. You're thinking about making a withdrawal. What things should you do to make sure there's no big mistakes? Because really in retirement, we, we love doing the right things in retirement, but as long as we can make sure you don't make any big mistakes, your retirement is going to be so much better just by mistake management, just by knowing enough to not make any big mistakes. You're going to be way better off. Now, as you see here on my beautiful chart, this is down here. Basically, um, let's say while you're working, your income is about this. Okay, it's this. It's kind of growing over time, but it, it's pretty steady. Maybe you're between the 10 and 12% bracket or 22 and 24, or whatever, right? You're, you're in this range, in this range where this is your income. Okay, and again, these are tax brackets, tax brackets. Okay, the more money you earn, Okay, the more taxable income you have, the higher percentage of it goes to taxes, right? If you're in the 10% bracket, then any extra dollar you make, 10% of that has to go to the government. <clears throat> if you're in the 22, again, every extra dollar you make, 22% of that has to go to the government. So as your income increases, then the percentage of your dollars that has to go to the government increases, okay? So here's the deal. While you're working, there's not a whole lot you can do to affect what tax bracket you're in other than picking traditional TSP, Roth TSP, those sort of things using HSAs. Other than these things, there's not a ton you can do to affect your tax bracket. Now, in retirement, you are armed with a wonderful but deadly weapon of your TSP. Most people have the majority of their TSP in the traditional TSP, which means when money comes out of there, it is taxable, meaning if you take money out, it may increase your tax bracket. Boom, you may be here, right? Maybe you took a big chunk out of your TSP for whatever reason, and boom, it may pop you up. Now, this is the sort of thing that you have to watch out for. Now that you have your TSP, I talked to so many people that they retire and say, okay, I'm retired now. 
I want to get the most out of my money. I want to enjoy my retirement. I really want to buy this boat that I've been saving for. I want to buy that second home or that vacation home. I want to do this. I want to take a big lump sum withdrawal from my TSP to enjoy it and to really get the most out of my retirement. And I totally support enjoying retirement and really getting the most out of your money. But let's talk through what you need to watch out for. So let's say you need a couple hundred grand to pay off the mortgage or whatever it is, you need a big lump sum, okay? So instead of being right here, let's say where you're normally in tax-wise, maybe boom, maybe you have a huge spike in income. So now you're over here in the 24% tax bracket, whatever it may be. So before maybe let's say you were in the 12% bracket, now you're in the 24. So you're paying more than 10% more in taxes to the government. So if you took a couple hundred grand out in taxes, you'd probably be paying close to 20 to 24% of that straight to the government because you took it all. Now your tax bracket is way up here. And that's the danger of taking a huge lump sum out of the TSP. Okay. So basically whenever the goal, it depends what the goal is, but if someone comes to me and says, Hey, look, I know it's not a good idea to take huge lump sums out of the TSP, but I really want to buy this X, Y thing. I, I want to buy this boat. I want to do it. What's the best way to do it? Well, there's actually, even to get the same exact purchase, the same exact withdrawal from the TSP, there's better ways to do it. So instead of, let's say, maybe this big spike in income, what if we spread out the payments or maybe we got a mortgage or whatever it may be, and we just paid it off super soon. So instead of a big spike, maybe we do something like this where we've got higher taxable income for us, let's say a few years, okay, where you do have higher, but you spread it out over time so that there's no spikes. And so instead of, let's say that the 24, maybe you stay in the 12 or maybe the whatever, you stay in lower tax brackets, right? And basically what you want to do when planning big TSP withdrawals is look at your tax bracket. Say, hey, normally I'm right in here or here, where, wherever you normally are, Try to figure it out. Maybe talk to your tax person or talk to your financial planner. Or if you know and you can look at your tax return and you know what you're looking at, look at that and say, hey, where am I normally at? How much more income can I have before I go into a higher tax bracket? And you could plan your TSP withdrawals accordingly, okay? So again, these are the sort of things before you take a TSP withdrawal, is that gonna pop you up into a higher tax bracket? That's gonna be huge. Now. I, I'm not going to make a whole new chart on this, but you have to know that this is tax-wise, right? The higher income you have, the more you pay in taxes. However, there's another chart out there for Medicare premium. So if you're close to 65 or 65 plus, you know that the higher income you have, the higher your Medicare Part B premiums are. So you want to watch, of course, these, your tax brackets, just for tax purposes, but you also, if you just Google Medicare Part B premiums, you'll find a chart that says, hey, if you have this much income, this is what you pay in Medicare. If you have this much income, this is how much you pay in Medicare. So if you have a big spike in income, you're not only affecting your federal taxes, you're gonna pay more in taxes, you're also probably gonna pay more in Medicare Part B premiums, depending if you're single, married, whatever, it varies on how much you can make. But if you, again, wanna see those numbers on how much you can make before you pop into a higher bracket for Medicare, is just Google Medicare Part B premiums. You'll find it. There's going to be a nice chart that will show you. Okay. So though these are all the sort of things to think about in retirement. It's just watch, be careful, right? And whenever possible, if we could spread out large withdrawals um, and still ha get you the goals and the things you want to do in retirement, then that is going to be key. Okay. Now here's the deal. 
One thing I always want to make clear is taxes are not all bad, okay? My thing is I I am definitely want to make sure that I personally pay all the taxes I owe. I just don't want to leave a tip. I don't want to pay extra just because I did things poorly, that I that I managed things in a way that didn't make sense. I want to make sure I pay as little as I possibly can legally. Okay, that's my approach to it. So whenever you have income, you're probably going to pay taxes, okay? But we just have to make sure we structure things in a way so that you pay as little as you possibly can. Now, one huge strategy you can use in retirement is Roth conversion. And there's other tax strategies to lower your taxes as well. But I just wanted to focus on this today is what to watch out for while you're working, as well as in retirement when it comes to taking money out of the TSP, the things you want to watch out for. Again, I'm not saying don't take money out of the TSP. I'm not saying that at all. I want you to enjoy your retirement. Enjoy the money you've worked so hard to put away. I want you to enjoy it. It's just a matter of how do you keep more of it in your own pocket and uh, don't make any big mistakes to give more than you need to to Uncle Sam. Okay, so I hope that's helpful. Again, if you have any questions yourself about this or any uh, any other federal retirement topics, there's a link in the description to submit questions straight to us. And we base all our future content and articles on things that we write for you folks based on the things we get from you. Okay, so I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.